Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. And special thank you to our lovely patrons that help donate so that we can pay the editor to remove the swear words and silly things we say. Massive thank you to... Carlos Campos. Art Faulkner. Sam Dharma. On with the show. Let's Drone Out. Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. Tonight, you're joined by everyone's favourite curry kitten. Hello. The man with the moustache, Stephen. Hello, everyone. And I'm Jack, bright until I fly. Hello. Good evenings. I don't know what I was going to say then. Good evenings. 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 Yeah, the meerkat is all packed. The event you've it been missing little, up until now, evenings. It's a little hard to tell if it's morning or evening now, isn't it? Because it's solidly dark all the time. Yeah, there is no night muddy. time. Yeah, and wet. Not that we're bitter or anything. We're just British. It's different. Ah, uh, uh, I know. We're contractually obliged to mention the weather at least once in every conversation for reals well when it's a constant hazard in your flying field and what you think is a nice green field is actually hiding about a solid like 20 mil of water across the entire field you only realize when you squelch into it just below the tips of the grass you yeah it's kind of on your mind a bit i was going to test gps uh, returns a home having finangled my gps and got 12 satellites at last but the fear, the fear it got me, the fear of random fail-safes and plunging into the soup. The real worry at this time is in a crash, I may not find it at all because it would be completely swallowed if it goes in at the angle. It's yeah. Straight under. Not a chance. Yeah, and that telltale little blue plume of smoke across the field as the, the lipo shorts out. Oh, and destroys if you're everything. lucky, give you a clue where it is. Smoke <laughs> signal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so Cole, this week, Cole, yeah, Cole put up a, a thumbnail about the O3 air unit, and I, know, uh, I was just go ahead. It's a shame he can't be here. He's uh, he's a little unwell. Get well, buddy. Get well, Cole. Better. We we want our Canadian positivity back. I know someone needs to sort of. Sort he of he has been on for so long. Here and quietly weep until he comes back. I'm forced to visit Canada next month just to just to bring my mood up and and. Oh, I know. Be around more Canadian people and make me happy. It's yeah, a, happy a nation that manages place. to be cheerful at the prospect of seemingly eternal winter is a miraculous thing indeed. That's you great. Can barely get through. You can, it might get eaten by bears or killed by moose, and they're still jolly about it. Oh, I yeah, know. Must be something in the water. But yeah, from my from my limited knowledge about DJI and air units, what I've come to realise from watching about fifteen seconds is that this new all singing, all dancing air unit don't work with the original goggles. No. And some people aren't happy because, damn you, DJI. It's like uh, some of us may have seen this sort of thing coming because there's there's not a lot of trust in DJI. And uh, they, they they have a habit of like saying, You're stand on that rug, now. that rug there. Who is me? 
Well, TGI just looks at their customer base, looks them dead in the mm. eye and calculates, no, how much are you willing to pay me? That's what they want to know, isn't it? How much, how much can I put you through before you give up and go somewhere else? And then they like dial it down just one tiny notch below that and sell it to you. I guess it's the old problem about DJI sell these goggles and then they bring out these new goggles and they realize that the customer who interested in the goggles have already bought the goggles and they say, how can we make people buy new goggles? And we're like, let's bring out a new air unit, discontinue the other ones and only make this compatible with the new goggles. That'll work. Yep. And they're still going to sell them by the bucket load. And so it only works if you've got the, the V2 goggles that have that mode where they could work with the DJI uh, potato drone, right? So if they work with the potato, then they also work with the new O3A unit and you flash them and you get an extra mode for the O3A unit. But the original ones just had that single mode where they only work with the air units and, and those are not capable of, of working with the new O3A unit. It looks like a nice bit of kit, but it's definitely more a GoPro with video out than an actual fpv system it's tuned for that recording not necessarily tuned for diving into dark spaces and letting you see what's going on in the shadows so is the problem with that is that how most people tend to mount their cameras which is sort of in between where the props come out and unless everybody's going to start flying sort of dead cat or h quads then we're going to have a problem with like props being in the way and stuff yeah um, that's a big part of it. And then some modern frames have tried to hit halfway house. If you look at Chris Ross's stuff, he's he's not dead cat, but he tries to like get that the nose stuck out a bit further and go for a bit of a squash X to get the props out of view. But it's quite wide, so yeah, it's not going to work for a lot of these systems. It's also quite wide, the actual camera lens assembly. It's it's a regular uh fourteen mil lens, I think. So I was looking at this earlier today and someone had dismantled one of them. So it's the same sort of lens that you'd see on a micro camera, but it's shrouded in this huge lump of aluminium, um, which makes it much wider than any normal camera. I hear kitty noises. Something. Yeah, there we are. Hello, kitty. Don't, don't rub the microphone. That's my psycho cat that likes to kill me. She's only here to uh, dig her claws into me. Whose name is this? stand on the bits. This Pop is Pops. Poppadom. Poppadom. Oh, Who doesn't keep Pop still. She just goes rubbing around things. Standing on my keyboard. Standing on my man bits and putting her claws in him because she knows you're evil, aren't that's, you? That's friendly, isn't it? That's that's cat for friendly. Like That's cat for friendly. Nuts. Stick the claws in. Yeah. Aww. So I guess because I was, I have to say, I was starting to falter and I was thinking, you know what, if, if I'm going to go digital and it's not open HD, should it be DJI? A DJI actually doing okay? But I see that and it instantly makes me think maybe walk snail. So how, how, how is the opposition? How is, do you mind? You flew walk snail uh, to yeah, test it out, didn't you, Steve? Doesn't mind. Um, so I, I've heard similar complaints to, to mine that, it's not really designed for what I call the, the big nose Europeans. Us big nose Europeans with, with giant noses um, suffer a little bit from these goggles. And I found the walk snail ones pretty painful. They were all resting right at the top of my nose, the bridge of my nose. And I've heard similar complaints about the DJI goggles. If you are 
blessed with a smaller nose that might be uh, might be easier for you to manage. And I think we we were joking before that HDFBV is going to lead to fields of flying enthusiasts standing around in ugly functional clothing, but all with the most immaculate nose jobs to uh, to fit the goggles on better. That's the direction we're going to have to go, guys. I used to think my nose was quite small and normal shaped until I had some sort of cartoon guy do a caricature and he said to me, these were his words, you have the perfect nose for a caricature. And I was like, what's that mean? Is it a big nose? And my wife's like, did you not know you had a massive nose? It's It's big. It's not going to fit in them goggles. Same here. Like that walk snail set, we're just hanging right off my nose in a very pressure, painful way. Yeah, so it, they're, they're quite a nice system. It looks cool. You can set it to do 4K recording. It gives I'm you the same the frame keyboard. rate on the goggles that you get through the recording. So if you want to record 4K 60, you get 60 FPS through to the goggles. So you're a bit stuck, apparently, in that there's only certain combinations where you can get the high frame rate to the goggles and good recording on the air unit. But it, it looks like it's got an SD card slot and it records. That's nice. It does 1080p at 100 hertz, right? Walk Snail, I think, is 1080p at 30 FPS. Um, FPS and hertz are the same for this purpose, right? It's the number of fields that you're getting per second in the goggles. Uh, so we've got a bit of a jump up to 1080p 100 uh, on DJI, on the O3. But then you've got a agree that DGI is where your money's going to go. And there are some developments coming down the line which are going to do things like increase the grid size for the OSD, which DGI may or may not bother to adopt. And there's going to be customizations for putting fields like the recording indicator, the, vol- the uh, voltage of the goggles, the temperature of the air unit, and all these pieces of information you normally see in your goggles, being able to customize those and move them around in like the beta flight OSD, so you can get them out of the way of your flight controller OSD. So if you want to have your timers in a specific place on screen and an analog they fitted there, but in digital, they overlap with the existing on-screen elements, you can move those out of the way. And um, there's a big question mark as to whether DJI is going to do any of this, because to my knowledge, DJI are not talking to anyone about their implementation and they're not consulting anyone. And as far as I'm aware, they're not. There's no way to add extra glyphs or update the font set. So you've got MSP DisplayPort working, right? But if someone decides to add an extra page of fonts, say they want to be able to allow red text or they want to allow extra signal strength indicators or something, DGI are probably not going to add those. And so you'll be in the mm-hmm. same position that you were with the V1 goggles, where you're waiting for DJI to do a software update so that your OSD keeps parity with what the flight controllers are trying to do. So I'm still, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of reluctant to go do that. Hmm. Trixie. My yeah. socks. It's all just a bit of uh, annoyance because fundamentally we don't have any manufacturer who's really responsive to the community so far apart from HD zero and the HD zero stuff is kind of limited and a bit more race focused. There's not really walk snail are doing some work with 
flight controller firmware, but it's um it's kind of not in the open and no one is entirely sure how far that's gonna go. So we keep our fingers crossed for now and see how the cookie crumbles, I guess. And then wonder how long before, you know, they kind of get bored of this, right? Or right. feel like there's not enough adoption. Right. Because we're lucky to have competition, but it's spread three ways. So if they think they're not making enough units, I mean, it kind of makes you wonder, like, uh, for all those, like, V1 units, those early adopting people, like, and they're making the O3s, like, how long are they going to continue making the old air units and vistas and so forth? Well, they're not making the vistas anymore, are they? Because of Cadex's ceased. It's all just conjecture at this point. I mean, they'll make oh. stuff that makes them money. If they see the sales of those systems continue, then they'll probably carry on doing them. But who knows? Hey ho. I saw Curry was mussing around with, with old systems that are no longer supported on the analog side of the fence. So, uh, Curry, you had some old immersion RC stuff where you had to break out some goggles that you hadn't used in a few years, right? Oh, they're so bad. I remember getting them at the time thinking, this is brilliant. I can see stuff. Now it just feels like someone's trying to remove your eyes with a toilet plunger or something. They're awful. Jack, you had you had goggles which had the uh, the eye cups in, didn't you? Some point. Rubber seal. I- I had, I had, I bought the Dominator V ones, um, but they were Dominator V one V threes, and they had. Oh, those are the V threes, yeah. No, no, like Dominator V ones. Oh, they're still the V ones. Yeah, they were V one, so they were black. But there was it was the third iteration of them. (laughs) Oh, I loved how the camera like followed Poppy. I think I've got blood on my. <laughs> she ripped me apart. She's only doing this to torture me. I have the most evil cats. Coles are like lovely, and mine is just like hello. Mm, yeah, I love. If she her. gets angry now, there's some like bits of quad stuff on the floor. She'll pick up like a servo lead and take it away because she knows it pisses me off. <laughs> Kill you. Yes, Mine, uh, I was having fun with old stuff. Oh man, and, I hated uh, those eye cups. I remember in the depths of summer, you're wearing black goggles, you're just sweating, and then the cups used to fill up with sweat. It was so gross. Not only that, they fall off because they're not hold, held on very well. I've, I've put no, the glue in to try and keep them two, in. Yeah, there's two little, like, but, uh, has anyone ever had like a knock to a fan? But basically, the oh, yeah. the eye cups were molded, and they had like two little bits that point upwards, and you'd feed them through, and then they would kind of like O ring seal around. But you had these two points that you'd pull through, and then trim to size. And if they were trimmed too short, then the eye cups would then fall out. It was awful. What an awful design! Yeah. And they could they instantly missed up of course, because there was no fan. Yeah. And if you're having a bit of a sweat on or it was cold out and it's on your forehead and it's like, forget it, can't see anything. So you got yeah. very used to like flying with one hand and holding the goggles slightly off your face, waiting for them to demist as you were going. That was fun. Yeah. I had the, the pre, Sky O2s that didn't have a fan and I, was, I used those for ages and 
they had the the rubber cup as well i I actually quite enjoyed that and i thought that was quite a comfortable fit but i never really used them in the peak of summer i have to say yeah that's different lately yeah they're a couple of years newer than the old fat sharks but they did have the kind of big sucker cup onto your face yeah hang on i'll i i don't know whether i explained the eye cups very well like but and provide a photographic evidence where it looks like someone's tried to remove your eyeballs with a sink plunger. What I've been doing to... today is is continuing on that to build the KK1 quad. And what I'm finding is that, I was telling Stephen about this, it's really hard to find the firmware, the original KK firmware now, and even trying to run the application to update the board doesn't work, even though it's written in Java. And I have Java on my system. It's like, no, I had to run a VM, to run the thing and then it says oh there is no firmware available on the repositories because that doesn't exist anymore yeah you pull yeah. these little tabs through oh this was gap. a later version the the iCaps I have don't have that bit they're just there's literally just this no little... no no they, they would be trimmed off oh are they trimmed off yeah like maybe dominate why don't they stay on them no, look, that goes through a little hole in the... If you look on the inside of your goggles, there's like a little... There's a little hole there, and they feed through, and it's to try and, like, lock them on. Here you go. Yeah, the originals didn't, but there'd be a hole there, and it would feed through. Uh, no, mine don't have that. They just have eye cups that fall off. And they're only held on by that little seal that runs all the way around the outside, but because it's not particularly tight, it's like look, fall off halfway. Well, I found my uh, original Sky Zone goggle bag, but it doesn't have my original goggles in, so I don't know where they've gone. So yeah. now right. look, see, you'd feed that through, and then snippy snip snip snip. No, mine don't have that. Else, I'd stay in place. Mm. There you go. No. Boo. Anyway, I, I've I've managed. I found my old. I had to look up what it was. I had to try and find it. Bosscam VTX. This is how old it is. This is before I got my first immersion RC VTX. I had a Bosscam VTX, and oh, that's even banned on goggles. regular goggles. Well, it, it it didn't work on regular goggles. I had a separate receiver. Different and this is, channel layout. This is. Back in the day, yeah, I think it's on E, the band. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I used to have, I, I cut up a piece of shelf from a bookshelf. And this I was back in the day tripod. before goggles had like 48 channel receivers or 60 channel yeah. ones. That's because the original um, modules you had were like fat shark based. It's like, here's a fat shark module. It does the fat shark channels. And there were two of those. The, the next one called Next Wave was much more sensitive, but it still only did. Uh, those eight channels. It, it was a long time before we got stuff that did everything. Yeah, I have to say that, that backpack time. functionality was kind of magic, testing that. That was just kind of nuts. Set set the channel on the radio and everything just goes, hook. Oh, that was pretty cool. I'm enjoying it's that. It's quite good. I, I like the fact that with the backpack, uh, I mean, I tend to use the same channel all the time, so it doesn't really matter, but the idea is you can just turn on a quad and he goes, oh, okay, let's change channel and let's change your goggles and we're ready to go. 
all like that. You know, I was thinking with your uh, KK1 board, Curry, you know you, how you've got the pots to change your, your gains. What about wiring up some servos so that you could tune it via servos? <laughs> uh, to, uh, to attach oh, servos to little things yeah, and make exactly. them turn. So you oh. could tune it from your radio. Sending <laughs> servos up and down. The horror, nasty. the horror. I really, I, I, I'm not sure there's that much to tune, really. It's kind of like, I mean, I found the original manual for it, and the fact they say, fly it, trim it level, and then start messing with the games. The fact you have to talk about trimming things in multi-copters is insane. It's like, oh, that just, it, mine keeps veering off to this side. Just trim it back. It's the exact opposite you'd do now. It's crazy talk. The horror. I can show you what it looks like at the moment. It is almost there. This this is the build. Oh and wow! The, the KK is is under there. Look at those arms. That's a lot of arms. Yep. This is this is what you needed back in the day. What size props are you going to have on that? Looks like a beast. Oh, I think I used to fly this with nine inch props. I found some eight inch ones, so I can try those out. But uh, yeah, the, everything. These are thousand kV motors, so we'll, we'll see. Like four S, then? No, it's generally flown on three S, and I think I'm going to have to continue that because I found this. Is what I did find, I, I was looking for old cameras, and I found this one that I used to have attached, and this has got a servo arm, so I can go up and down. There was actually a feature on the KK2, so if you lent it forward, this thing would like trim itself up and as you came back it did that but that was almost unflyable you completely yeah, I lost mean, people are still height. of the opinion that it's unflyable even when you've got a modern flight controller that actually behaves yeah. itself so um, i figured i might have this just just to manually do stuff and this right. this is this is the old boss cam vtx which looks like that right. 200 milliwatts and the back here where are we let's find them you've got this bit there dip switches you won't be able to see dip switches and what this does, it takes 12 take switches. The reason I'm flying it on 3S is because it's it's less complicated. This takes up to 16 volts. So I put a 3S directly in there. Oh, wave here. it at the camera. Here it is. I put 3S directly in here. Yeah. And what it does, it has the same um, voltage coming out here. And then this feeds into the camera, which also runs off 12 volts. So I can run the whole thing on one battery without any pad distribution or or uh, voltage regulation and just do it that way. And the entire board just runs from the fact that the ESC has got a beck in it and that runs the board and then feeds through to the receiver to run the 5-volt thing. What could go wrong? Uh, Don't uh, most things, yeah, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's fun to find out. It was It's kind of fun to fly. And... Uh, Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll try. I'll try the things. I've still got a, a few different balls I haven't tried yet. Mm. Do those flame wheel arms tend to bounce and bend rather than snap? They look that's, kind of springy. That's a flame wheel copy. Back, back in the day, every everybody had a flame wheel, including myself. Mm -hmm. That is a copy, but the arms are exactly the same. And I've I've crashed my my NASA one when it was having it was having problems, which I eventually tracked down to the dodgy DJI bullet connectors, which were so loose that you could just get the wrong vibration and you'd get this minuscule little... Um, 
part where yeah the motor would desync because it suddenly lost one of the connections so you're going along and suddenly there's a whoop, whoop, and if you're close to the ground then it goes into it so i went along quite fast and i snapped one of those arms completely in half and had to get a new one um other than that I've, i haven't done any real serious crashes on those ones but yeah i think they're a bit brittle rather mm-hmm. than bendy but i, I wonder how they fly with the quick. modern flight controller just get some like f7 or h7 and put it on an old flame wheel and try and thrash the pants off it on 6s or something could be, could be amusing i think it'd be okay if you got the whole thing whole thing right so i tried flying the 450 i had on a modern flight controller but i only had the old 900 kv motors and the uh, 30 amp ESCs that had to run off PWM, and that was awful because you just couldn't get that tuned. It's it's so slow to react because it's like big props. Yeah. You, you just can't spin them up and down as quick. So yeah, if you had Hurry. the right stuff, it'd be all right. I think. Hello. Would you like to know some good news? Yes, please. I have two of those official DJI arms. If you want them. Oh, well, yeah, the official ones are up to 10% less wobbly than the clone ones. Yeah, and I've got full-size Sunny Sky Motors, if you're interested. Would you like me to to show you? Go on, then. They're going to have, like, a giant spindle sticking out the top of them, aren't they? It's going to be, like, a full six inches of spindle. Look at that. That is a there monster. What is, what, is the, what is the writing on the size say it is? X2 2212 for uh, 980 kV. Oh, I thought this was 2212, 20 sir. It's a lot of volume. That's a 2212, but your sunny skies look much bigger. It's a black. It must be the ninja. Well, I did not say that, people. Hello, <laughs> Caroline Taylor. Um. Old Stevens into the old two-tone porno. Monstrous. Yeah. I don't know. Like, um, it's up to you. They're, they're there if you want them. Well, they're thank you for the offer. But I, I have got... I'm not saying these you're, are you're bad or anything. One. But now I found it. They, they're unbranded, and they were so out of balance, I've actually had to put tape on the motors to try and balance oh, the motors yes. out. This oh, is how yeah. bad they are. I actually built this before, and I called it El Cheapo. Because even at the time, this stuff was <laughs> I bought really cheap, <laughs> nasty stuff, and I built a quad from it. And now well, no, it's it 10 years in the past. It's vintage. Yes. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's fun to reminisce, though, at least. Yeah. Well, if you want, if, if you want those arms, you can have them. And I don't know anyone else. With said armage. Thank you, I appreciate it. I've still, I've still got a 450 frame with, with four arms as well. So I, I'm, I'm okay. Um, I did I did smash it up, and I think... Because that one, I when I first got Free Sky, I had these V8 receivers. I bought the wrong receivers. I thought they were the telemetry ones, and they weren't. They were really crappy ones. And that's when I went to the, the D8. I'm putting a... This is an original... D8 receiver. This is the D8 R2, which are pretty good. And uh, would you like to know what I'm flying this with in terms of radio? Excuse me, Cap. 
Oh, I can only imagine. The art, the the nine X. Please, two pieces not... of string tied to each other sides of the craft. No, the Eternity nine X. The nine X module. Without a module, like in oh, no. a mod, uh, antenna module in the back. We're, oh, we're, we're using a few spare modules in the back. BJT. This is my even... super modified one with a smarty parts board, the backlight. We've taken weirdly, they these came with a module in the back you could re remove, but there was a wire going yep. underneath and out the top, so you had to remove all that. So you get couldn't use the module bay. Yeah, they they yeah. they didn't do an internal module. They just stuck an internal module in the module bay, and then fed. And the other thing was, is you couldn't if you look the moldings wrong on the back, so you can't even use a normal module without cutting a little bit of the plastic out, which I'm oh, assuming that you something. did. Can, can you have a look? Let's have a look. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I interested because there was. I remember doing something oh. in the back. Diabolical. Oh yeah, you mean look? There's a hole. There's a hole yeah. up there. That's where That's I had to take the thing corner. out. Yeah. But the oh. the pins are at least the same. But yeah, that's where that thing fed through. So it's just like, let's cut. Oh yeah, it had some. It had some bit coming out, didn't it? So you had yeah. to cut that away. It's so garbage. It's so. But that garbage. was amazing because I. I flew that for quite a while on the original firmware, and it's not until I got that board and got to ER9X I thought, this is amazing now. This is much better. Mm. I, I, on the inside of mine, I desoldered the the sticks and then put the proper connectors so that you could change them, and I put Tyrannus gimbals in my 9X, and you had to kind of like switch them around so it'd work properly. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. Is there anyone on the... Uh... Uh, Discord chat. I wonder if anyone's actually using that, and we've just been ignoring it because I've got oh, loaded. I hadn't seen anyone. Well, public voice general. Oh, if I I can't join that because then I'll be speaking into public voice general chat. It might be no. There's no one there. <laughs> if they are, they're quiet. Yeah. Should we join the chat on Discord as well? Because we we did that after the show but we didn't do it during the show, which might be a, a crucial error. Well, Clive and Caroline joined, and then they disappeared. And I don't know... I don't know why. But, I mean, we need to do we need to do this month's bonus show. But, so, but bonus! Yeah. Which I don't know how Curry Kitten feels about that. Can't do it tonight. I'm, why? I'm required to spend time with the family watching celebrities get uh, mutilated and stuff on no. TV. Um, have any of them died yet? Afraid not. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, do let us know if that annoying MP chap meets a sticky end. Oh, I'm afraid he's still there. Uh, if he eats it. He, well, he, he's eaten lots of nasty things, but he lots hasn't died. Sticky ends. Yeah. Boo.
Oh, Caroline said she's just bought the O3 unit just to try. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Brave, very brave. If I had the V2 goggles, I might have given it a shot, but alas, mine are the V1, so I'm not sure I'm not sure I can be bothered. It sounds cool to be able to do 1080p, and I think it gets a wee bit further than the OG kit because it's got that H.265 goodness, so it can like struggle along at 3 megabit and give you something that's flyable, whereas on H.264, 3 megabit is just like a wall of colored tiles and you give up and try and punch out. Yeah, the, the, the file sizes on H.265 are crazy, aren't they? The compression on that's pretty amazing. Yeah. You can get by with about two-thirds the amount of data. So if you think about when you're streaming over the air, instead of needing sort of five megabit, you can get by on three megabit, and you get the same sort of quality that you would get on 50 megabit down at like 30, 35 megabit. Pretty awesome. So it's nice but to have, but it doesn't look a hell of a lot different. Sorry. I would ask Jack if he regrets selling his original DJI FPV goggles before he just used them, or if he's just feeling smug about going for the Tuvel one, which I've already forgotten the name of. What's, um, the, what's the module? What's the thing? The HC0. That's it. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I still, I still lost a lot of money on those, so you know, I don't, I don't feel great about it whatsoever. No matter how long, you know, it kind of carries on for. If you'd hold on to them, they might have gone up a bit. Sorry, but then I'd be making a video about you being a scalper, so it's not good. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I think Jack's about as far away as you can get from being a scalper. <laughs> I know he keeps he just keeps offering to send stuff for free. Have this, take it. It's nothing. I'll pay you. Oh, no. So are you excited, Jack, about HD Zero? Because it feels like HD Zero is one thing on its own and walks now on the DGR trying to do different things. And I, I guess it's all about all about latency versus resends to get the best possible picture. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I until I until I have it and play with it and then I've still got to buy a I've still got to buy a like module unit thing with it anyway, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So, you know, I, I don't know. And I don't know what quad I'm gonna put it in either, because at the moment I've been trying to do SH connect connections and like crimp them and like put them into stuff and it's just been an absolute nightmare so uh, at the moment i've you know i've had this esc sat on my desk and i just haven't been able to like do or get anywhere with anything at all I'm so i'm just i'm struggling really i got out um i haven't got hd zero yet but I think I might be buying uh, my friend Dave's module. Hopefully. Uh -huh. So, and that's when Good I see luck, him. Man. Yeah, I mean, it's something, you know, I was like, I, I, I had a little go. We kind of like met up and it was like the last time that I went out flying with the guys and I had a really good time. And he kind of 
he let me he let me use his like 6s quad and it had it had HD zero and it was just it was just nice it was nice to be able to see really I think I'll have a, I think I'll have a good time I'll have a good time like following people and chasing things and um you know did you see the full purple screen of pants pooping yeah yeah it is that is terrifying as long as i don't sort of i might be a bit sort of like pussy with the the sort of like range and that because it is it's horrible the breakup is something to get round but breakup is like being slapped around the face it's quite violent yeah it is very brutal but um you know i'm i mean i you know i'm gonna you know obviously speak to menace stick some menace antennas on and just kind of you know go with it because at the moment it'll be nice to kind of you know just chuck them in the back of the 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 quads i've got the um you know like some of the apexes and then it'll be like you know, it means that I get rid of like the OSD boards. Um, you know, the I don't know about the power regulation that might go, but you know, it will just be nice to kind of like, you know, yeah, come up to the modern to century, success, aren't they? So you can yeah. just run everything off VBAT and call it good. Yeah, yeah. I did a little bit of a, a visual upgrade as well in the. Um, Skyo 4x. I put a new steady view, or what they call it, steady mix, rapid mix, or something receiver in them, which has ELRS backpack built into it. And uh, I thought I'd give it a little bit of thrash around the park today. And I was slaloming through all these trees around this outside the park. And this time of year, you've got to avoid all the low hanging scraggle. There's like a big row of oak trees that go all the way around the park. And I was diving in and out and in and out. And I used to get break up and sort of have to turn back, but I thought I'd just give it a go, put it on the on the mixed signal and, you know, the kind of smart frame combining stuff. And I got all the way around and really surprised at how good the signal is, which has been that's a nice little perk that I didn't expect. I used to run it in diversity or normal mode, but the field combining stuff seems to work really well. I can't remember when I switched it off. I think I had a problem with one VTX and switched it off and I must have left it off for months and I put it on again. I'm like, wow, yeah, this is even better than I remember. Worked a treat. Does make a difference, doesn't it, in those um tricky areas where it can build a frame out of seemingly nothing. Yeah, and I was interesting to the... and trying to avoid tiny branches. So it was really doing the job. It's nice that it's got the backpack built in, because I have to say it's a bit of a hassle to stuff it in your Google module bay. Right. I, that's why I didn't yeah. want to swap the my module ran. It's like, no, there's a backpack in there. I don't want to take that out. It's hard to fit everything back in again. So with the Sky Zones, they've got a module that's got two parts. It's got a board called, I think, the the main receiver board. And then there's what they call the fusion board, which is a daughter board that has all the smarts on it. And that fusion board is what you get upgraded. So you You have a little module nice. there with the USB plug on. And you simply put a, a different daughter board on and that gives you Express LRS. And you are able to solder Express LRS receivers in there and try and wedge it all in. But this was just a cleaner solution. And 
I had the V1 hardware as well, so people were reporting some issues with that, and I thought, well, peace of mind, I'll just upgrade it. It was $30, and that's not really a heck of an outlay, so I thought I'd just give it a shot. It seems pretty good. Nice. Because so aside from Stephen managing to get out for a little flight, I don't think anybody else has managed it because the weather here is atrocious. It's just mad. awful. I, I'm still I'm sat here with wings on the floor waiting to go and try them. But even though it's not raining tomorrow, the wind's saying 10 to 12 mile an hour, which wouldn't be so bad until you get onto the, the sea or the sea area where I am. We're too coastal, me and Jack, and that ups the wind again and again and you you really it's no fun trying to maiden wings in high high wind because it's like oh is it is it completely shaking around or is it just blowing around in the gale steven have you built your wing yet just thinking about no, that you've had it in the it's box still there. down there oh, I'm, on, I'm, I'm, it's still down there and i'm i'm still exhausted and i've got a backlog of stuff on there that i need to get rid of it hasn't got any cleaner back there yeah i'm buying a, a new 3d printer and then i'll Try and tidy the desk. That's, that's going to tidy the place up. Yeah, I know, I know. I've got two quads to build uh, so I can actually clear the desk and probably a whoop to update. And when I've built the two five inches and I built the whoop, then I'm going to get onto the plane. I, I know I want, I want to do it. It's just I can't just carry on putting on top of piles of other because it's, it's untenable. I need a flat surface to work on. It's getting out of control. I cleared my desk and it lasted the whole of five minutes. And yeah. I've been trying to do those SH connectors. I'm so annoyed that I can't crimp them myself. It's Why so don't you bullsh- just... What, what's killing you from soldering? Do you need just, the JST just, on the... Yeah, I just want to do it and it'd be nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, I fully put my hand up and say I'm weak and incapable, and I just bought a whole load on AliExpress, got the nice ones with a silicon wire, and said like, yeah, ship a bundle of them to me for like three quid or something. Oh, Wait mate, a month I might and, need that yeah. link from you. Can you get different colours? Uh, I mean, the the wires are all different colours, so you can repin them to get the colour order that you want. But yeah, yep. they do like three pin, four pin, five pin, six pin, seven, eight. However many you want. Might go for the old eight pin and just order a load of them. Would you like me to build it for you, Stephen? Caroline Taylor to the rescue. Mate, that is an offer. That is is professional build services. It's just like uh, mental energy and stuff. I did a conference for a couple of days this week. I'm just going to get a drink. I'm just a bit knackered. A bit knackered. We do have some um, robot nightmare fuel stories that we could run through, I guess. If anyone's interested in robot nightmare fuel. What about robot nightmare Frank's fuel? post? Do you remember? Have you, uh, oh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's Frank's post as well, but I was going to get the, the doom of mankind out of the way first. Um, okay, go for it. Go, go, go. Right. So, so to start with, on, on the doom of mankind, we have Red Cat appointing a military advisor. Um, yeah, so they're gearing up to crush us beneath their iron boots. Um, This uh, Mary Beth Long, with an extensive resume and long list of accomplishments, um, basically a a defense advisor, and she's now on the board of Red Cat, so they're clearly showing an interest there. 
They're also based out of Puerto Rico, which I didn't realize. I thought they were a U.S. company, but apparently not. Um, yeah, and then there's... Does been, Puerto Rico uh, count as the U.S. technically? I thought it was... You could get in and out from it. different country, isn't it? I don't know. It's not a state, is it? It's not a state in it's America. It's not a state. I don't know. I went there once. I don't remember having much immigration stuff going on, that's all. Who knows? Um, yeah, then um, there were some other drone systems that appeared on, I can't remember where I found these, but just absolute nightmarish stuff. They uh, There's an Israeli company that has decided to attach explosives to racing drones because that's how you make friends and uh, endear yourself to the world at large. And they're looking to sell this kind of system of battlefield technology where they take a racing drone with a camera and an NVIDIA Jetson on it and then sort of fly around and remotely detonate stuff. Oh, that's right. This is this is the, the video we all watched because I remember it. Um, it sort of went around and deciding what was friend or foe, but they made a big point as there was this operator who would then say, Oh yeah, it's definitely or not. not just a robot. No, no. Yeah, because I mean, it's like, uh, yeah, let's just hand that over to the robot look, to uh, so the, to decide the, the, who's a friendly or not. The robot's able to identify targets and say which are hostile, but the robot is definitely not exploding or killing anyone automatically. No, of course not. There has to be a big green button that the operator presses. Look, oh, that, that's a gun, that's a person. They're hostile because we don't know them, so they must be bad guys or children or bad children or something. Um, and anyway, so they, uh, they send the drone in and it sort of flies up behind the guy and then explodifies when they are, when someone presses a big green die button. And then you can send it into houses and you can kill whoever's in the house with yeah. a big green Signals, die no well. worries. Yeah, this no is problem. doing it real time. FBV through concrete and it's flying around with like an NVIDIA Jetson on top on a five inch racing drone. And we all know that like totally works. And that's fine. I and kind of like the thing in the video explosive too. this bit where it's like, Oh no, there's a door. Let's, let's become a booby trap instead because ambush mode, as they call it, not like working essentially as a landmine. And you notice someone had to press the button there as well. Cause it's definitely not just a robot killing machine. It's, no. it's teleoperated killing machine and that makes it absolutely cool. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there, there's that. And then there's a whole bunch of other terrible, terrible things that they're doing, uh, oh. which involve having a big base. There's a, a wheeled vehicle. They can launch things off. And then there's a giant kind of, octocopter that can provide battlefield support um they're claiming it's uh 294 by 294 mil drone and it's got a maximum takeoff weight of 1.25 kilos which is is hefty that's pretty it's hefty. running in an 1800 ma four cell so what? that's a lot of battery how, how long are they claiming it's going to be in the air because for a drone that size, that heavy, with that size battery, it's like two to three minutes max. Strikes me. Yeah. A 4S1800 is a, is a chunk of a battery, and it's got the Jetson stuck on top of it as well. I can't get That's over that they, they've got a Claymore mode. Yeah. And, and like the, the wide angle of the lens, as if it's going to worry about 
you know, can can I have permission to explode? Like, oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it sounds... It's, I was just going to say, I like the fact that the fact it explodes instead of having some sort of deadly projectile, it could shoot people with like a gun. It's, it seems like, like DJI came out with this one. It's like, not many people are buying our death drones. What should we do? Have them explode. And every time it explodes, we have to send them a new one. Brilliant. The fact that it can both identify targets and also can explode, but they're trying to make the point that it doesn't in any way do both. Like, there's no way it would identify a target and auto-explode itself. Just makes it look like those are two wires that someone only has to twist together with a few lines of code. I like the fact it can identify hostile and friendly, even though they're wearing the same camo as well. It's like, yeah, this is this is our guy for sure. Don't explode him. Yeah. Sketch. Um, Very sketchy. Well, our lovely Lord and Master, um, Andrew, Andrew Stash Frank, who we miss dearly, sent us this. Hackaday oh, yeah. article dated November 24th, 2022. Start your engines. The FPV contest begins now. Hackaday and DigiKey presents FPV contest. So, um, basically, they want to see our our builds. If it's remote controlled and you feel like you're in the pilot seat, it's FPV. So, they're kind of, you know, they're showing the whole, like, is that the, the Tesla Asimo bot thing in a, in the seat of a car with a camera. Now, this isn't just about building it. They specifically emphasize what they want is for you to create a Hackaday project page. And they're not just looking at the end result. They want to get all the documentation so that someone walking into an electronics store could replicate it and build their own version. The emphasis is on documenting it and enabling others to copy what you've done. So it's all Mm. about taking photos of the bills, listing your bill of materials, showing Wired the diagrams. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. We're ready. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. The, oh the, it's the height of technology. Hang on this. There you go. Well, I just oh, need to put this camera on. Are you saying anyone could make one of these glorious robots? Really? Anyone? Yeah, well, we need to it, I mean... It's advanced. I document it, Quite advanced, but yeah. it's possible. It is possible. Dream and you big. may drive it up to people, and it may or may not explode. It just depends on the quality of lipo you're using. Yeah, I mean, like. the best thing about this, as far as exploding goes, is because it's built of cardboard. It won't just explode. It has the potential to start a fire as well. Mm. Mm. You've really thought ahead. I like that. Yeah. Just need to document it now. Do well, it. Perhaps you could document it on itself. I mean, it is it is a writable material. It's true. <laughs> it's a stormtrooper. I'm sorry. Is it a stormtrooper? Hey, stormtrooper with its head taken off. I thought yeah, you could get a Lego stormtrooper's head without the rest of a stormtrooper now. What's that about? It's a bit odd. Where do you buy just Lego heads? Is there a Lego head store? Maybe if you're an Ewok at the end of the... Like a giant statue of a head. They do have, if you've been to a Lego store, and uh, if you go there, you will 
come out crying because it's all very expensive. They do have these big buckets. You you sort of get this thing, and if you pay a money, you can fill it with bits and pieces from everywhere. I don't know if there's a bit with just Lego figures in that you can like, oh, just have this Stormtrooper head, just lots and lots of Stormtrooper heads, something like that. <laughs> Piles of heads. That'd be quite good fun. Yeah, Lego's become a strangely premium item. I remember it used to just be everywhere, just bits of Lego around the house. Everyone had piles of Lego. And now it's somehow this luxury toy with fast, really expensive collector sets. When did that happen? I, I think Lego figured out that actually the people that buy Lego sets are people of our age who like to reminisce about, isn't it fun to build? And thus, oh, we can charge them £500 to build a set of Ghostbusters or Millennium Falcon, guilty as charged, and, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, and it's interesting because whenever I hear you talk about like Lego all over the place, it, it makes me think of Americans and the fact they can't, they, they have to pluralize Lego somehow, even though it's already plural. Oh, yeah, Legos. Pick up your Legos. It's just Lego. Come on, get it right. It's, it makes me very angry. It's one of the many things through the day that I start mm. shouting and ranting. Divided by a common TV. language. Yeah. I tend to do that with other words where the plural form is the same as the singular Math. form. Though. Math. It's just a, it's a trend. Well, mathematic is the strict one. I mean, we're both wrong in that regard, really. Oh, that's when they take the plural off. We say it's maths and they say math. Weird. I, I just can't get over capillary instead of capillary. <laughs> That's what they're trying to say. That is the worst. That, I'm like, oh my God. Ask an Australian about it sometime as well. Like They've got an interesting take on, on both the UK and the US. Why? What do they say? I think they're both they think we're both idiots <laughs> more or less <laughs> but in a good natured way oh, aluminum. Oh, not aluminum to be soldering. fair though, the guy the guy yeah so soldering who's oh, yeah, where can't did anthony see... come from anthony it's anthony it's always been anthony like antonius and they can't say graham either Ram. Ram. Hey, can you get those graham crackers? Reese. Reese, they can't handle either. Ugh. Anyway, enough enough xenophobia today. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just one last thing. Their chocolate actually does taste of sick. Trouble. It's official. What does it? Oh, Hershey's. Yeah. Hershey's. Terrible. It's actually got an ingredient in it that tastes of that, it's but they're so they use, used to it. They don't pasteurize the milk. Oh, what is it? They. It's something about the milk where they've got to use um, it was, heat treated it was, milk or something. Yeah, this guy came up with whoever invented Hershey's came up with this way of not pasteurizing milk and doing something else to it to make it taste like milk or something, it's and like added Parmesan. that to chocolate, and that yeah. ended up being tasting like sick to everybody that's not American because they're they're used to the idea of chocolate tastes like that. It's horrible that stuff. There you yeah. Go. yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Our, our friends in the US. But, but your chocolate's terrible. Go Good news. In in Canada, it's mainly UK chocolate. Yay, Canada. Mm. That's why they're so happy. Well, they bought Nestle, didn't they? Uh, the Nestle, the Canadian part of Kraft Foods, aren't they? And they, they bought uh, Cabras. Maybe. Uh, yeah. 
The cabaret's slowly changing their recipe. Oh, look who we've got here. Da, 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 da. Oh, Max. This is Min. This is oh. Min. Do you name your cats after functions? Max and yes. Min. Min and Max, yeah, yeah nice. absolutely. That's, that's why they're called that. One's little and the other one's big. So we've got oh. Min Cat and Max Cat. Do you not oh. notice that? It's Poppy, oh, Poppy, do you see this cat? Do you see the way she's not scratching or he's not scratching and being an obnoxious cat? Yeah, no. she's a lovely little cat. She likes being snuggled, but she does uh, try and lick my wife's eyeballs when she's sleeping, <laughs> and which scares the snot out of her. <laughs> Don't do this to me, do you? You're just painfully affectionate. How are Other they... People? How are they... Um enjoying the uh christmas treats that i sent oh we haven't started them because it's not time for advent calendars but it will be imminently so we're going to start them at the start of december can i pick you up and show you to the world at large again or will you will you be against that are you going to be a shy cat it's quite evident there hasn't been much flying with any of us has there topics topics covered cats chocolate Cats, cats, chocolate, chocolate cats. Yeah. Chocolate cats. Oh, I upgraded all, a bunch of radio stuff and sent it to Jack and then just realized that Express LRS accidentally had some light snafu on the latest version. So I might have shipped Jack some maybe less than entirely working equipment. I think I yeah. tested it just before I sent it, but I did put I, that latest 3.10 version on. I'd flown on 3.1 as well, and it was absolutely fine. And it just seems to be certain... Certain things aren't good, but yeah, might want to might want to downgrade or upgrade when they push the next. I one think out. it was if it flashes, it's fine. But you, what you can get is a situation where you flash it and it forgets the per device config. It forgets what pin's supposed to be connected to what inside the module, which means you have to get out your uh, FTDI adapter and reflash. But I'm so used to just randomly grabbing the FTDI and flashing anyway. I think I might have actually got that situation with one of the modules and I just plugged in a USB and reflashed it without thinking for more than a second. So, yeah, it's fine. Uh, the joys of st- sticking it in Wi-Fi mode. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely lovely Lee sent me the ELRS Micro RF and it is the one watt version, which I'm not even sure we're allowed to use in this country. Oh. I thought the white one was 500. Yeah, he's put it in the wrong box, mate. The white one's 500 yeah. milliwatt. He's put it in the, the same box. The 500. Yeah. The, the, okay. the one watt one's black. He's trying to wind you up, mate. He's like, oh, I've got the one watt one now with a backpack. I'll send Jack the poopy one. Similar. No, that's in the Minno one. Where's I should know box? because that's what I did. <laughs> in oh. something. <laughs> it looks the same, but it's black. <laughs> It works fine. It's just the whole backpack thing that it doesn't have. I've yet to take mine above 250 milliwatt anyway. So are we, are we, anybody planning to get out in the next week? What have we got to fly, test, do anything? I've, I've, I can now, if I could be asked, um, I can now fly the retro quad. I just need to plug in and set the VTX thing and put the receiver somewhere but this is in theory good to go nice 
So I might do some flying. Uh, you just reminded me I've got yet another build. I've got two five inches I was going to build. I my my four inch also got cream cracker towards the end of the summer, and I had an H seven AIO I was going to put in there. I, I was umming and ahhing about getting walk snail, but I think honestly I'm just not not buying it. It's not it's not good enough compared to the original DJI stuff. It's a little bit better, and I've got more than a couple of DJI Air units, so don't really want to carry around another set of goggles. That would be a pain to take two quads out with two different sets of goggles, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's bad enough managing the analog stuff. And it's not light enough that it can go all the way down to like a 65 mil whoop, despite the fact people do insist on putting it on whoops and they're like, yeah, I've built a 65 mil whoop. The flight time's like 90 seconds and the batteries come down puffed. Mm. I've been, I bought, I bought that, um, a little mini, um, receiver, you know, with the, the EP one or whatever. Mm. And I want to add that to my, my brushed whoop, but I cannot find the data on it anywhere. Data on what? On which pin switch? Uh, you've got a you've got to cut a trace for the the built-in diversity module. It's the the bre- the B brain light. And oh God, the B brain stuff. No. Yeah, and then I've got to find, you know, like hook it up to the UART too, and they don't sell it anymore. And the page with the info isn't there on the website anymore. And I've literally just got Reddit posts of. <laughs> Yeah, you that know, B-Brain stuff, it's interesting what they do, They, but they don't open source it because they're worried about cloners, but they they have a, an MCU that they use instead of the the Mega 87456 yeah. that everyone else uses for OSD. They don't have one of those. They do it all in software, which is cool, but it means that you have to use their software releases for everything, and the documentation is kind of not always available. It's a bit, bit annoying. Yeah, don't know how I feel about it. That's kind of what I ended up with, Brian. Like having HD zero and thinking, oh, this is cool, and then flying the the DJI stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a DJI whore as well. Bunch of hoes. All right. Well, is that all we got time for? It's pretty much it. He's got no to go worries. and watch celebrities die of food poisoning now. Oh, uh, you've been listening to Let's Row now. We're live on YouTube, 8 p.m. till 9 p.m. UK time. Uh, if you do want to come and say hello, we're often hanging out in the Discord. The link is on our website, letsrownout.com. Uh, you can also purchase some merchandise from our spreadsheet if you wish. Um, you've been joined by everyone's favorite Curry Kitten. Good night. The Take man with the lovely, lovely moustache and the owner of Max and Min. Good night and goodbye. And I have been Bright to Love Fly. Hit the like button, subscribe, and uh, message Tony. Tell him he is a dog botherer. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good night. Good night. Telemetry lost.